you find yourself. That's the word I want us to repeat several times. You find yourself. We find ourselves passing through waters. If you look at the word waters, the Bible doesn't say when you pass through the water, because that could be an event. Waters as the element of flood and something that you cannot control. Streams, rivers coming into you. A lot of water coming into you that you cannot push back. Water that probably is scaling itself up. Water that's about, that is moving up every day from your shoes, covers your shoes to your knees, your knees to your waistline, and probably it's on your chest and it's coming to your neck and there's a possibility that it will flood you. The element of when you pass through the waters, waters that you cannot know the source or you cannot control the source, God says, I'll be with you. I will be with you. Jehovah God says, I will be with you. And I want you to know that Jehovah is with you, my brother and my sister. You may not feel it. You may join Job in chapter number 23, verses 8, 9, and 10. Job said, I, I go forward and I don't see you. When you're walking at the back, I can't even sense you. When you're on my right or left, I can't sense you. I can't see what you're, I know you're there. You're doing something in front of me. I know you're walking on my side. You're walking on my right. You're walking on my left. You are ahead of me and you are behind me. But I can't see you. I can't feel you. There's a possibility. Yeah, he says, look, I go forward, but he's not there. This is job because of passing through a situation as difficult or more probably as COVID-19. Threat, something that threatens your very existence. Job was going through pain. Job was going through suffering. Job was going through threats and his life was in danger. And there's no time in history. You know, that man have felt threatened the world over. Every nation have felt threatened. We are going through. He says, and I go forward. He says, he is not there. Job knew that God was there, but he could not see him in 23 verse 8. And he says, and backwards, but I cannot perceive him. I know he's watching over me. And I know, like Job, you know God is with you. He's at work, but it's a possibility there's a brother or sister who woke up this morning and wonders, if God loves me, why am I going through this? If God is there, why am I going through this? Why, if God cares about me, why don't I have food for my children? Why can't I feed my family? Why have I lost my job? Why, have I, why has my car been repossessed? Why can't I pay my mortgage? Why am I suffering? Why am I in this ventilator? Why am I admitted in hospital? Why am I infected? Well, there's something that Job said at the end. He says, but he knows the way that I take. And after he has tested me, I'll come out as pure as God. And today, look at this. The same God says, should you find yourself in a situation like this? In Isaiah 43, he says, when you pass through the waters... I'll be with you. God is with you, my brother. God is there with you, my sister. As you watch this telecast, he is right there. And like Job, there's a possibility you can sense him. Or you cannot feel him. Because there comes a time when, as human beings, we go through things. 
that sometimes you wonder whether God knows you are going through it. He says, as you go through it, I'm with you. He says, and through the rivers, there could be so many of you who are going through rivers that they cannot cross, boundaries, because the rivers are flooded, limitations. But he says, those waters, those waters shall not overflow you. They shall not overflow you. Ho, ho. This brings me hope to me and to every one of us saying, we, God is allowing us to go through it, but not be it. He's allowing us to experience it, but not suffer from it. Hey, welcome, find your time and go to Psalms and read by the rivers of Babylon, you know, and you will discover you are not alone. You are not the first one and you will not be the last one. There have been other people, Israel experienced captivity and they know what it is. But God says, even in captivity, the water shall not overflow you. And he says, when you walk, when, again, when, when, notice it is when, 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 when you walk through the fire. It moves from waters that don't threaten you to rivers that are overflowing or that are flooded. And God takes it deeper. Water is not painful. Water doesn't cause pain to your body. But he says suffering may go to another level. You may, in this, as you walk through life, you may find yourself getting into the flames of life. Fire. He brings in the element of fire. Fire burns. And fire causes body harm. Fire. You can walk on water and not even bother to look at it. Because it doesn't punch. There's no thorns. There's no thistles. But there's no way you will ever come into contact with fire and not feel it. Because fire burns. There are people who have watched their businesses go down. Businesses that they have built for years go down. Burn to ashes. That is not like going through the waters. That's going through the fire. The question why? Torments. Why me? Why my dad? Why my mom? Why my brother? Why my cousin? Why? Why? If there's a question that torments people is W-H-Y, which reads, which was pronounced as why. But God says, even if you have to be admitted, even if you find yourself admitted in an hospital, in a position where you cannot pay your bills and you have no food for your children, should you find yourself going through a painful experience, losing your job, somebody with a prestigious job and now you're unemployed, your financial kingdom crumbling down, Having to bury a loved one or a work, a workmate or a colleague or even a minister of the gospel. This is what God says. 
when you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned. You will not burn in this dangerous season. You may feel the scorching heat of the fire, but you'll not be burned. Nor shall the flames, he finishes by saying, nor shall the flames scorch you. Hey. I don't want to look like I'm a UFO that fell from space. But friends, God says you will go through the fire, but it will not scorch you. The flame will not scorch you. You will hear about it. You will read about it. You will probably see the negative effects of it. You watch it on TV. But today, I want you to expect the God of Isaiah 43 who says it will not scorch you. The fires, you will go through the flames, but they will not scorch you. Stand on that promise, my brother. Stand on that promise, my sister. The world over, stand on that promise. And surely, the fire will not burn you and the flames will not scorch you. Let's go to the next verse that is very important. He says, for I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. And then God goes deeper and says something that is very interesting. I don't want to criticize my boss, but this is the truth and comes from his mouth. And therefore, as his minister, as his son, as his servant, I can repeat what he has said. He says to the children of Israel, I gave Egypt for your ransom. I have given a nation for your ransom. And he says, Ethiopia and Sheba in your place. God says, nations will suffer. Egypt is a nation. It is still exists today. He tells, I've been to Egypt many times. I have an idea how it looks like. I've been to Ethiopia. I know what it looks like, and I can read. Internet, Google has brought the world to us on our tables and our phones and our smartphones and tablets and iPads. Our computers can take us. We can take a tour around the globe on your tablet or your iPad or your phone. But it says there are nations that will suffer but you will not be in them. He says, I gave Egypt for your ransom. He bought the protection, the security of the children of Israel with another nation. Verses four and the last one for today. He says, since you were precious in my sight, you have been honored, and I have loved you. That's God saying that. Just after saying that, I give, it, I give Egypt for your ransom. And Ethiopia and Sheba. I allowed some people to die. I've allowed nations to suffer, but there are nations that will not suffer. And God says, hey, look at this. 
Everybody look at this as we conclude. Look at this as we conclude. Look at verses number four and how God concludes this verse. He says, therefore, and therefore means in conclusion, and I'm concluding this message. He says, therefore, I will give man for you and people for your life. Hallelujah. He says, I will give men for you and people for your life. Your life and my life is precious before God. And he says, I will allow others to suffer. He says, therefore, I will give men for you. I'll allow some people to die. I know this message is not popular. I know this, is, this looks like, like an accusation. It's like con, a, condemnation, a message where you say those who are dying are condemned or they are judged or they are cast. Far be it. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying God says, I will give men for you. He says, I will give men for you. There are those who will suffer. And he says, and the people for your life. That's how precious, that's the promise of Jehovah God. And I choose to believe it as I stand here today. I choose to stand here today and believe my God. May this word give you hope. May this word give you strength. May this word rebuke fear out of your life because I did not read Bishop Titus by chapter 43. This is the word of the living God that I have read. And this is the word of Jehovah God. And he sits and watches over his word to fulfill it. And this will be fulfilled by God concerning you and concerning me. May your hope be renewed. May your strength be renewed. May Jehovah minister to you through this word. And may this word be that bridge. May this word be that bridge that you are waiting for to cross to the other side of hope. May this message begin, become an ill, the, the bomb of Gilead, you know, that can heal you from the spirit of fear. May this word come to you. It's a glass of water in the desert. And quench your thirst. May you find peace in your heart. And may your heart resolve. That the God of Isaiah 43. Is your God. Let's bow for a word of prayer. Most loving father in the mighty name of your son Jesus Christ. I want to thank you. For the word that I've spoken. I want to thank you for this message that is going to be heard across the nations. My God and my Father, I pray that whoever hears this word, whoever you allow to hear this message today, they will rise up from despair, from the dungeons of despair, and jump to the light of God. May their eyes be open to see the promises of God. May their hearts be renewed or revived to trust in this God, the God of Isaiah 43, 1 to 4. May this word become that needed 
needed compass that will point them to the cross. For the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are saved. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen.